Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee Podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast in which I'm joined by another milestone guest. Uh, Dario Cucci is actually a coach, a speaker, an author. And as we speak today, we're actually talking to Dario in Zurich, in Switzerland. So you're my first podcast guest from Switzerland. Oh, that's Dario. nice. So, uh, I like yeah, that. That's great. <laughs> and, and as I read the information here that you sent me, you know, you've been in sales and customer service for over 20 years and obviously share your experience and expertise mm-hmm with people as well as companies. As I mentioned, you're a coach, a speaker, and author. And I see mm-hmm. on your website, you've got several books that you've uh, written. So that's great. We'll talk about those later. And listeners, as an entrepreneur, Dario shows you and, and how your team can master the golden laws of sales and together ensure that there's a genuine customer satisfaction and loyalty. I think that's so important when we're we're talking about those laws of sales. And of course, the results that you get from that are long-term customers who spend their their money with you. So welcome to today's podcast, Dario. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. And it's great because usually when I do podcasts at this time of of my day, uh, on a Friday, (laughs) as we record this, it's dark outside for me, but most of the guests are normally just starting their morning or their midway for the morning. So I know it's dark for you outside. Yeah, it's dark uh, here as well. Exactly, exactly. So give us a little bit of the backstory behind what led you to being a coach, a speaker, and an author. Well, you know, um, ultimately, I, my entire thing started after I, uh, I moved to Australia when I was 25, 26 years old. Okay. Um, first, I started out um, eventually to work as a personal trainer in a franchise uh, fitness uh, yeah. which you might know of, Fitness First. Oh, yeah. Um, on Bond Street in Sydney. And I did that for almost five years. I even had apprentices under me that I coached in regards to how wow. to grow the business, how to deal with clients, and so on and so forth. Yeah. But I found that it was too superficial for me. It was too basic. Yeah. I wasn't satisfied with that. So I ended up, you know, with Dr. Tad James, um, and Adriana to start my education in learning about NLP, timeline therapy and hypnosis, got my certifications along the way, and then shifted from personal training into into coaching. And first it was life coaching, and eventually it was life and business sort of things, helping people to achieve uh, their goals that engulf their limitations and reprogram the subconscious mind. Yeah. helping them with clarity and how to achieve their goals, what their goals are all about, and a lot more. And then I got offered on commission-based only a job um, in, in PowerNet that ultimately was a team for Tony Robbins to promote Tony Robbins in Sydney with uh, UPW yeah. and so on. And I ended up realizing that when you're selling over the phone, it's not as easy as it is when you're doing it in person. 
completely agree. And uh, for the first two weeks, I didn't make one sale, even though I did tried everything. You know, I used the techniques that I learned and my experience, but it was really hard. And eventually, I had this one follow-up call with a person that was interested in Date with Destiny. And I followed her up. And in between, you know, our conversation, I changed my approach with her. I asked more questions about her and what she wants instead of pitching. And in between, I went back and forth to my supervisor and they asked, well, what if she can't make this day? Can she reschedule? And things like that that I didn't know. And uh, I answered those questions to her satisfaction. And ultimately, uh, the last question that I asked was, so are you now ready to enroll yourself into Date with Destiny and get started? Mm. and she said yes and gave her credit card uh, to pay for the course which is six thousand dollars yeah yeah and there was my first commission of a thousand dollars that helped me to pay my rent and have a little bit more (laughs) in my bank account to not stress about and that's how I had my breakthrough in the industry in the self-development industry to sell over the phone and from there on my career went you know um was rising up. I was very successful with that company. I made about on average $10,000 per month on, um, on commission only. Great. Then after a year of making over a million dollars additional sales revenue for the company, I got recommended to work with Universal Events, got the job there with a the salary, with commission on top. Yeah. And later on, after I finished there, um, after a year, I replicated that. I was just as successful, if not even more. I even traveled, got paid travel, going to New Zealand, even like uh, trying the um, the crew team yeah. uh, during the events. And then later on, after over a year, I went on to Melbourne, got offered the job there with Jamie McIntyre in uh, 21st Century Education. And... Um, and that's how my career got keep on going. And, you know, with that company, I was almost five years. It um, eventually became the sales trainer and acquisition trainer. And um, as well as being, you know, um, a sales um, executive on top of everything else. So because that's because that's quite uh, an interesting story in the fact that many of the people that I'm sure are listening to this, particularly with if they've ever met a sales coach or somebody that helps them with, with their sales uh, and customer service, et cetera. Most people have been in a very strong sales role mm. and not done any coaching and then leave that and go into coaching where you've actually gone into coaching first and some life coaching as you talked about and some business coaching, then into sales, and which is a blend of the, you know, working for you know, the, the industries that you have is very much in the coaching sector still. That's an interesting exactly. blend of doing the two at the same time and uh, selling coaching, which is something so many coaches struggle with, isn't it? Many of us, and I include myself in this, mm. become a coach, but we're not very good at doing the sales part of it. And, th- and that's why we fumble and stumble for so long. Yeah, exactly. So that's the reason why, I mean, I, I figured during my career, whilst I was working for other companies doing all of this very successfully, I wasn't happy with the structure that they had in the back office and the way that they managed their customers. And that's ultimately um, when I decided I want to change something. But at the time, I didn't know how to. Yeah. And, uh, and I literally compromised my health. And as a result of being unhappy for quite a while, I ended up literally ending up in hospital. Wow. 
um, because one day all of a sudden I got this uh, cramp in my face and I thought I had a stroke. Yeah. Because part of my face couldn't move anymore. And uh, I ended up, you know, on that day, my manager uh, called the ambulance. So we went to the Melbourne hospital. They, you know, did a, what is it called? A brain scan to look yeah. at what's the, what's the problem. Um, good news, I didn't have a stroke. Bad news, I had those palsy, which is um, paralyzing of your face. Um, good news is you get anti-inflammation medication for 10 days. Bad news is um, the entire medical, um, you know, medic, Western medicine doesn't know how to treat it. So no, no doctor really knows how to treat it ultimately. So there is no official treatment except yeah. anti-inflammation and medication in the beginning. Yeah. And then they just tell you after that, well, just wait and see and hope that you get the movement back. And that's pretty much wow. it. And <laughs> that's pretty devastating, isn't it? When yeah, you get that kind of diagnosis. Um, yeah, yes and no. You know, I'm actually really like when I went to the doctor and he told me that, I thought to myself, uh, without being too rude, fuck you. Mm. And um, that's what I thought because I actually did my research beforehand. So I researched what else can you do? you know yeah because yeah. i'm a big believer you got your own destiny in your hand yeah, yeah. so there's yeah. no way that a, a doctor tells me what i can and cannot do yeah so when he told me that i wasn't i wasn't devastated because i already done my research i was sure. more i actually angry with him for not actually considering other options or yeah. even like saying to me you know what i don't know the answer to that what you could do is look at alternatives like acupuncture or cupping or hypnosis or anything like that yeah, yeah, yeah. to help your cells heal because what it really is is the cell that transmits the signal to the muscle for you to move and smile the thing that we take for granted is not for granted anymore so therefore what needs to happen is you need to stimulate your cells again and uh, once they're damaged, it just takes a while, but there are things that you can do to do that. One, the, one thing that helped me during my time was acupuncture. Right. And, um, and then I decided I went back to, I moved back to Switzerland and started all over again. First, I worked for companies as an employee, and then I started my own company. And, um, and I had Bell's palsy once more, and it was on a day, um, after like three, four years after I started working, you know, for myself with my company, yeah. I was invited to speak at an event in London. And it was one day before my actual keynote speech that um, I got another attack, sort of like my face, exact same thing, like, yeah. you know, cramp, and then it basically got numb. And this time around, I wasn't as worried because I already knew what it was. Sure. And... Um, and I had every reason to say, you know what, I'm not going to present. I mean, any normal person, I would say even every speaker that I know of would most likely go, I'm not going to stand in front of an audience with part of my face being, um, being paralyzed. Yeah. First of all, it looks funny. Yeah. And second of all, people don't understand you as well. Yeah. And either, even though that happened, <laughs> I ended up going and presenting anyway. Wow, well done. And I said to the organizer, I will present and then I will go to the hospital for the medication that I need to take for seven <laughs> days. Yeah. 
And then... Um, sure, but I'm sure for many listeners, they'll be thinking, that's the wrong way around. Go and get the treatment, then go and present. But yeah, I love the way... Well, you, you know, I figured, well, I'm the first one to speak. So the event was supposed to start at 9 a.m. or something like that, and then yeah. started at 10.30, they were late, but I didn't know that at the time. Um, and ultimately, I decided, well, I'm just going to do this right now because I promised them that I'm going to present. Now, I'm, I want to deliver value to the people that are here. Yeah. And, you know, I did this entire thing, like for 40 people, this PowerPoint presentation and everything. And it ended up um, like only five people being in the audience. And I had Bell's palsy and part of my face was not, you know, moving. And I figured, well, I just need to adapt right now. And I mean, this is one thing that I that I coach and train my clients to, to learn is to adapt to the situation because there is never an ideal situation. There's never a perfect time. And people always talk about the perfect time, but there is never a perfect time. You have to make the time perfect for you. And so in that moment, I told the audience, look, guys, part of my face is paralyzed. I cannot move. And it's called Bell's palsy. Ultimately, it's the nerves got damaged, so it does not give the signal to the muscles. So I cannot actually move the left side of my mouth as good as on the right side. If you don't understand what I'm saying to you, let me know and I will speak slower. Yeah. And since we are in such a small group here, do you are you okay with me and um, you know adapting what I was? supposed to present instead of presenting this powerpoint stuff doing like a workshop style of coaching where i actually adapt the material to what it is that you need yeah and everybody is like yes that's great and i say oh great great beautiful value yeah yeah so i did an impromptu group coaching if you like (laughs) people in the audience and uh, they loved it they even spoke about it even what well, half a year later on, my the, the host told me about that. And I ended up getting a client out of it. Wow. So, and I enjoyed it. And even though I had this disability in my face that I had to deal with, it wasn't at the end of the world, you know. Wow. And the thing about it is, in sales, especially in sales, the the thing that limits people, coaches especially, and therapists is, is they always want to deliver great value and they want to be there for people and that's beautiful. Um, and one does, not to, one does not need to eliminate the other. So you can still be great at selling your service and do that. The thing about it though is you need to let go of your limitations about it and need to become adaptable. And that comes with a experience yeah that is practice and practice ultimately gives you that experience but whilst you're not that experienced then it's good to have somebody like me that can tap into you and see where you're at where are your weak points and where can we strengthen them how can we strengthen them and let you know this is what we need to change about your mindset when it comes to sales and customers uh, service or leadership yeah this is how your communication style needs to adapt so that it becomes more authentic, more real when you speak to a person and they can relate to you. And ultimately, the yes to the sale is something comes naturally yeah. because you would never want anybody 
to work with you as a you know be your client if they're not ready for it because anything else is a hassle yeah. you need to give refunds and the person will not do their homework and, and it's a battle isn't it you know if you've got somewhere like that you know it's only going to get worse and worse isn't it so exactly so yeah. when you don't have a great conversation and the conversation ends up being the sale there's nothing wrong with that because you're not doing the hard sell and it's conversational, just like you and I have the conversation right now here on this podcast. Sure. And then you just need to know how to wrap it up so that the person gives you the commitment to say, yes, I'm going to. Yeah. And if they need more time, then make an appointment with them and say, look, by when will you know? So that they at least have the time commitment to get back to you. And, you know, that's the thing any coach or therapist you need to do that and you need to know you need to maybe follow up with them and the problem that we normally have in business and especially now with this entire thing happening around covid is that it's not there's no system in place for coaches and therapists or most of them just don't have a system at all on how to do customer care to build up the, the relationship with the person, to keep them long-term. And not only when they are coaching, but also keep them long-term after they, they decide to stop with the coaching for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So that you know the relationship is keep on going on and they might even refer new clients to you as a coach as a result of it. Yeah. If you do that and you know how to do that properly, you will not have to spend thousands of dollars or pounds on advertising and marketing. Correct, correct. So thank you for that, that masterclass right there. So we'll come back to some of that uh, a little bit later on, but all so important and so true as well, isn't it? And letting go of your, your limitations. And I love the way that you've adapted there. And say for most people, the way they would have looked at handling that situation would have been the complete opposite uh, to that. So well done on that. You've just taken a sip of your your coffee there, so tell us a little bit about the coffee that you're you're drinking. And you were telling me a little bit. Obviously, it's a sort of a decaf coffee or a non coffee yeah, well, coffee. I, tell us a little bit more about why that is. Well, normally in the morning I drink normal black coffee. Yeah. And now because it's about well, it's in the evening. It's about twenty five past five in the evening. So if I were to drink black coffee, that's not, uh, that's with caffeine, I would not be able to sleep tonight. So, mm. but it's the same brand. So it's Nespresso um, and uh, it's a sort of a medium strength kind of flavor um, of coffee. It's not too weak. It's not too strong. It's actually like a Lungo um, medium strength sort of bean coffee, which is really nice. And that's when you know that somebody's got an espresso machine, when they use the word Longo, because I've got my little Longo cups and my, my Longo setting on my espresso machine as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice size to have as well. You've, you've got a mug that you're drinking it in there. And mm -hmm. today I've had a couple of conversations about mugs. Tell us a little bit about what you're drinking it out of. And obviously the listeners can't see this. So just describe what it is that you're, you're drinking it out of. Well, a friend of mine who was after I had the second Bell's palsy, um, I needed to heal that again, of course, with acupuncture and other things. And she did um, Cheryl Chapman, um, her name. She did rapid, um, rapid, uh, what is it called? Rapid 
therapy, healing therapy, what it's called. So it's ultimately um, her and her partner in crime at one stage just sent me this mug. Ah, okay. And there was a gift from them, and it's a beautiful mug. So it's sort of like white um, yeah. on the outside with yellow in the inside and on the on the handle. Um, and it says, you are awesome on one front with a little um, little sort of like a crown above yeah. you. And then on the other side, it says, you are enough in you know color wow. really like so rainbow color kind of yeah, thing yeah. so really beautiful yeah, and like it's that. one of my favorite cups actually yeah 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 and, and i think when we have our mugs we all have a, a sort of story behind them as well the mug i'm drinking out of has has got uh, some animals which we've got lots of at home it's in a four-wheel um sort of drive truck but the problem is and i know listeners can't see it but you can dare it yeah. It's been in the dishwasher too many times. I keep telling my wife not to put it in the dishwasher, but she puts it in the dishwasher and it's washing off the, yeah. the image off the front of the mug. So, uh, But what, what's your favourite coffee then? Have you got a particular favourite that if you go out somewhere special or you were, you're with perhaps friends specially, is there any particular coffee or any particular type of coffee? Well, the one that I'm drinking right now is actually just like... Um... I'd say medium to strong kind of flavor and uh, that's more round and um, and not too bitter so mm-hmm. it, it has a nice flavor to it but it's not as bitter that it you know that you can't drink it and so it's just black black coffee in, in general I like I like also and but this is not something I have maybe once or twice a year um, is like you know a really nice um, sort of like iced coffee with uh, okay. vanilla ice cream and cream on top. Wow. Um, that's sort of like a thing. It's a dessert coffee kind of thing that I like, but I only have yeah. it like once or twice a year. Yeah, because yeah. as you can imagine, it's a calorie bomb and then I need to train again to burn it all off. <laughs> yeah, sure. So thinking about your, your own business then, and, and thanks for giving us that introduction of, of what's led you to, to this point. What's been something that you recently uh, have worked on or something that's been quite significant that you'd like to share with the listeners of what you've done in your own business? Well, um, there's many things. I mean, I recent, I've been, you know, in several books as a co-author that were bestseller books. But I think one thing that I'm really proud of is my new website, really. Like the website that, you know, that, that I have, it's in two languages, German and English, and it's really, it's nicely looking. It finally represents me as me, authentic in the way that I am. It also um, is appealing to video with the content that's shared on there. And it's very user-friendly for people yeah. to get in touch with and, me. And, and the video banner at the top as well, where you, know, you see yourself in you know, sat at a desk, you know, in front of your computer, then speaking with a microphone. Uh, you know, I, I, I really, that, that's what caught my eye, that, that sort mm. of different aspects of seeing you at work and, and mm. you, you know, delivering your craft, I thought was quite good and doing that in that video banner was exceptional. Yeah, thank so, you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. well, we, it took us a while to get there. Um, I mean, the, in the first few seconds, you see the drone 
of yeah. where I'm living, going into my home. And I wanted that as a, as a sort of like welcome sort of screen. And it's just sort of like, you know, it gives you that welcome into my mm. home, into where I am. And the entire video is basically um, with bits and pieces from the last, um, I'd say, three years, four years uh, of content from, you know, the events that I did, the people I spoke with, um, the things that I've done and so on. So I think it's uh, it's really well done, but it took a while. Like this entire thing, this website almost took uh, with the video getting, you know, getting the content together with the drone. Um, you know, filming in my new home yeah. and so on, it took almost a year to get done. Wow. So that's actually really significant when you think yeah. about it. And what kind of difference has it made? You know, if, uh, <laughs> if you think about where you were before you had the website done, you know, and all that time of getting it done, how's it been since the website's being up and being live? Well, the website has only been, the new website has only been live uh, about well the english version um about seven days the german oh, right. oh that about, recent yeah so it's only been one to two weeks so the german version has been uh, on for about two to three weeks and the english version has been on about right. for one week so there hasn't been a huge impact there um yeah. because of that but you know with marketing it's always uh you need to you always need to think in marketing as there are three stages. There is short-term, medium, and long-term. And a website, I believe, is, excuse me, is good for medium to long-term. Yeah. Short-term, yes, it can make an impact, but people need to get to know you first before they see you and find you. Yeah. So, and the indexing of Google takes about, you know, depending how quick they are, it can take, uh, you know, a few weeks before that is really indexed for people to find you with the keyword. So, um, so which is, you know, which is fine. It's not a problem. For me, the impact really is knowing that I now have a website that's really good. Um, so I'm actually really pleased because it rep represents me well. And before I didn't have that, I had a website that was okay. It looked nice but it didn't have the, the whole thing that I wanted to have. So it was yeah. like... Um, it's very dynamic, the one you've got now, isn't it? It's engaging, it's dynamic, it feels yeah. that you're... You know, it's, and it's before it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. it was just information that it was almost like a business card, if you want. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's interesting we're talking about the website. So at this point, let's tell the listeners where they can go to find this website and you know can they get copies of your books there tell us a little bit about how the listeners can connect with and find you well when they go to dariacucci.net so um that's d-a-r-i-o and then my last name is not the is not the perfume way um i will be a billionaire <laughs> if that's the case my last name is spelled with c in the beginning so c-u-double-c-i Yep. And that's the entire word dariacucci.net is together. Yep. Um, on our website, what you can do, you can download the media kit with a chapter of my book, uh, where I actually, in that chapter, I talk about how you can turn an objection into a cell ultimately. Yeah. So, and in the media kit, you find out more about what's the difference between the business coaching that I do 
and the live coaching that I do and also the venue. I've got a venue like the seminar room and, and all of that that I have here in Embra that people can rent out. So um, that's the best way to get in touch with me because once you um, get to the thank you page, you then can actually also, if you wanted to, um, book yourself in to have a talk with me or if you're on the website and you want to have a free 30-minute conversation with me where I give you some tips on how you can improve your mindset on selling and things like that then when you're on the website on the right hand side on top of the website when you see it as book Dario yeah. when you click on book Dario it will actually go to the online calendar where you can ultimately choose a time slot and book yeah. uh, a time with me yeah uh, fantastic and the books that you've got is is what's the title of your latest book, most recent that people might be able to search for? Um, I co-authored recently uh, "Successful Mind," I believe is the recent. Ah, that's one. the one in the yellow cover, isn't it? That yeah, I saw on the website. Great. And the one that I would recommend people to read, the one that I wrote myself, is still the first book that I wrote in regards to business: is turning customers into profit. Mm. You can get that on Amazon. Um, when I end up working with people and they become a coaching client of mine, I will give them a copy for free, like a PDF, and they can read the entire thing. It's 143 pages long. Um, and I share in that, why is it that we lose clients after you deliver a good service and how can we prevent that from happening? And okay. what sort of things you need to look out for in order for you to you know, win the customer's long-term trust in order to succeed with them, get more repeat sales and also get more direct referrals. Great. So we, we, we know where the books are, we know where the website is, uh, and <laughs> we know a couple of ways of, of how we can book. So we can book directly from the website for a 30-minute session with you yeah. and also through the thank you page once we've signed up for the media kit. And I think it's chapter five in, in your book that... Uh, is there or one of the chapters that you you've got there so that's great correct yeah yeah so if you could and, and thank you for sharing that Dario as well uh, if you could give the listeners one tip or one lesson that they can take away and do something with something that will help them uh, in their business or in their life what would you like to share with the listeners today oh that's a loaded question hmm. uh, let me think about well I think that one thing that the the listeners need to to realize is think about what it is that you want to create ultimately with with your business or with your life you know because everything that we are experiencing is temporary it you know and the past is the second before i just said what i said is the past and the future of what we want to create is the illusion it becomes a reality once we actually take the action and the action comes down to your behavior and the behavior comes down to your mindset. And you might not consciously be aware, you might have certain limitations that end up, you know, sabotaging your life. Yeah. We are about to start the new year. And, you know, every year people say, I got this and this intention. And then at the end of the year, they're still at the same place. Yeah. So my question 
you can ask yourself is what is it yourself what's what's it worth to you in order for you to change and what would you need to do right now for you to make a change or would you need to and you know because then ultimately when you know that then you also know okay so what action do i need to take in order to get there do i need a coach do i need a mentor do i um, need to go to school and learn a skill do i i don't know you know what i mean read a book that's that's the thing yeah yeah and one thing that i um give you as homework to do to the listeners and this is one of the three questions that i ask and uh it's a it's a loaded question as well if you were to you know imagine your ideal life and business and the things that you want to create what will it feel look and be like being in that situation once you have achieved it sure what you know what will have happened for you to be there and when you know that answer you're already like 50 percent closer to getting it because you got more clarity because one reason why we don't get to the place where we want to go is we don't have clarity and we get distracted by people and events around us as soon as a new thing comes up the shiny object we are not getting distracted and think that's it. That's what I need. And yeah. maybe it's not. I think you said something very important there that I think listeners, you need to pick up on as well. When you're creating that, um, you know, that future that you just mentioned there, Dario, you said the word feel, what does that feel like? Because mm. if, if the listeners can attach the way they feel about it, the, mm. how excited they would be, how elated they would be, you know, um, then it makes it emotional, doesn't it? And we're more likely to do something that's emotional and emotionally connects with us and emotionally charges us as well. Absolutely. And I mean, one thing that I would say is um, in order for anyone to achieve their goals, they need to be held accountable. You know, Mm -hmm. the thing about it is when we set goals and we are not accountable, unless we are 100% always, you know, um, responsible with ourselves. And I'm sure we all have that inner voice that tells us, oh, don't do that right now. It's not convenient or wait till this happens or whatnot. We all have that. But when we have a mentor and coach that keeps us accountable, that we see every week or every second week where we have an update, where we get a different insight, um, then you are much more likely to achieve what it is that you want to achieve. I mean, Tony Robbins, for instance, he still has for every area in his life, yeah. he has a coach yeah. for fitness, for his mindset, for his business, for anything that he does. Why does he do that? He doesn't need to. He, he, he could just, you know, say, look, one coach is enough and that's it. No, he has it for every area in his life and business because he understands it accelerates his own growth. Yeah. And that's important to know. It, it's such a shame that we use the word coach. Uh, uh, and you know, the reason I say this, and I think it's, it's important what you just said there about accelerate. And mm-hmm. I remember going to a network meeting when I first became a coach. Mm-hmm. And, and here in the UK, a coach is something that picks you up at a particular stop. It takes you, a certain route and it drops you off at a designated stop somewhere near to where you want to be yeah 
Yet what we're actually about as business coaches and life coaches and what you've mentioned there about Tony is we want to be picked up from exactly where we are. Mm. We want to be taken the fastest route to where we want to be. And we want to be dropped off exactly where we want to be, not somewhere close. And I think if more coaches and we can do that and show people that that's our role to accelerate that and get people to the quickest route, we're more of a taxi than we are a coach. That's what I always say to people. You know, I want to take the fastest way. And if there's a, a roadblock in the way, then we're just going to take a diversion because we're going to find the fastest way to the airport or wherever it is. But, you know, I think, I think what you said there about finding ways and having that accountability to accelerate that is really, really important. I think, um, you know, you can look at it this way. I'd say a good coach or, you know, no matter if it's life coaching or business coaching or sales coaching or whatnot, yeah. ultimately what they do is they uh, instigate the acceleration within the yeah. person. So it's not the taxi, really. It is yeah, the driver yeah. within the taxi that we are telling them how they can use the gas pedal better to go faster or how they can use sure. the navigation system. So, but we're not necessarily telling them, we are asking them and then they get to it. Yeah. So we're helping them discover more about themselves in a way. Yeah. Sometimes as a mentor, with me, it's like half-half. It's coaching and mentoring especially in, say, sales and, and business coaching. And, you know, if I say to you, what is the limitation that you have when it comes to sales, as an example? Mine, uh, it's always about the numbers. Okay. Becoming that obsessed with the numbers that they paralyze me so I don't get something done. Okay. So I'll give you... Think about it this way. Instead of thinking about the numbers, right? It doesn't really matter about the numbers because mm. guess what? A bookkeeper, if there is a zero, it's zero. There's nothing there. And you don't need a bookkeeper for a zero, right? And you're not actually working with numbers, do you? No. So who do you work with? I work with people. Exactly. Mm. So think about it this way. If you hold five productive conversations a day, and out of those five conversations to end up becoming your clients, mm. it's not about that you're working with numbers because they just pay you X amount. You're working with people. Yeah. The outcome of them paying you is really because you're serving them and that is their way of appreciating your service. Yeah. And that's all it is. So it's actually the energy is the money but the transformation has been the people because they will actually work with you and you will work with them and you work with people, not with numbers. Yeah, fantastic, great. Well, you've, you've given us some, some really good insights and listeners, you know, you've got uh, some homework. I love the way you said that, Dario. That's, that's a typical coach thing to say, some homework. So go away uh, and answer that question that Dario gave us. Coming to the final question then um, to wrap this up. And I know, you know, restrictions are quite uh, you know, harsh there at the moment in Europe mm -hmm. and Switzerland. But if I'm going to ask you a slightly different question, it's a question I've been asking for quite some time. Mm -hmm. If you were to have your next coffee in a dream location with a dream person to have coffee with, tell us a little bit about where it would be and who it would be with. Oh, my God. 
Dream location, that's a good one. Um, I would like, I would travel right now during winter. I would want to travel somewhere at a nice beach, you okay. know, on an island. Yeah. Don't really know which island it would be. Would be somewhere where, you know, maybe in the Caribbean or something like that. Yeah, it would be at the beach, sort of like a bungalow kind of place. Great. Um, on a terrace. And I would love to, I would love to have a conversation with Oprah Winfrey. And you know, just have a have a relaxed conversation with her because see, she is <laughs> such an in- inspiration, you know, such an inspirational yeah. woman. She has come such a, a long way. And she always makes a positive impact in people's lives. So yeah. that would be my dream conversation to have coffee with somewhere at a beautiful place. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure she's probably got a home somewhere <laughs> in a Caribbean <laughs> beach where you can do that as well. So probably at, probably at her house, that'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that you have. I've got lots of notes uh, written down here and you've given us um, such good value and some great tips of how we can better ourselves. But also I think you've given each of the listeners, Dara, something very, very important that you've shared with us of the story of you know, going to that presentation. And uh, I've written it down here. I haven't got a clue how you spell it, but I, you know, presenting with Bell's palsy. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I had Bell's palsy. That's um, Bell's is like B-A, is it B-A? And uh, now B E L L S, I think it's spelled. Yeah, I would have to yeah, double check yeah. and apologies. Yeah, I'll find I'll find out how to spell. Yeah. So um yeah, and I present yeah. So I did present um having that, and you know I didn't focus on that. I mean one one thing that I will say to any any coach and and speaker is. Stop focusing on yourself and focus on the audience because yeah. that's where, when your attention goes to the audience and how you can serve the audience, yeah, um, you will not have fear. You will not be worried about how you look or what comes out of your mouth. You will. And you deliver value, be, won't you, as well? Yeah, it will deliver value and you'll be in a zone and serving them. And that's ultimately yeah. what's the most important. Exactly, exactly. But but I think, you know, this both sides of that story, both of those instances have been an inspiration to, to us and what we can do in our lives and our businesses as well. So uh, thank you very much for sharing that. And thank you for giving up you know, your early evening for this podcast as well. It's always oh, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Not a problem. And just remind people, just before we sign off the, the, the website, that people can go and find more about yes, you sure. and the books, yes. etc. DariaCucci.net. And Coochie is C-U-C-C-I. Right, correct. Perfect. And it's all spelled together, dariacoochie.net. Uh, and if, um, and you know, you, if you put in Dario and then my last name in Google search, C-U-C-C-I, yep. you will also find me. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you very much. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And listeners, of course, this is really important that you do something with what you've heard today. Um, make a difference. Go out there, be accountable and do us a service of actually doing something with what you've learned and then letting us know the difference it's made. Leave a review on the podcast. Tell us what difference today has made. 
what impact it's made to you, your life, your business. We'd love to know that the time that we spent has been valuable to you and it's made a difference. And of course, as always, I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you. Thank you.